Hello everyone. Welcome back to Life Shenanigans. This is episode 2, Robbing Innocence, and I am your host, Jose Ramos. Alright, so let's get right into it. Um, first, last week I released an episode, it was entitled Pilot. Um, and really, like the title says, Pilot, um, it was really like a test run um, to see, to get feedback on like audio background like all that stuff and so far I've gotten some extremely helpful um, uh, feedback from people um, uh, this week hopefully the audio is better than it was last week I feel and I've, I've heard from people that uh, like the background audio you could hear uh, the um, AC unit I had on so hopefully uh, I don't have it on today so hopefully it's going to be a better episode. Also, last week's episode was short um, because I didn't want to go into too, too much detail about anything. Um, it was really just simply meant to be an episode of where I uh, tell you, I give you an insight a little bit about what this podcast series is about. Um, and I do think that I, like there is so much that I have to say. There is so much I want to say. Um, so I think that, uh, uh, I won't have to worry about, you know, time and stuff. It's definitely going to be longer than 25 minutes. At least that is the hope. Um, I've written an outline, uh, which is longer than the outline I had for the first episode. In the first episode, I thought the outline I had was long enough and I thought I would run out of time and no. So hopefully this time, uh, we can talk more, um, and, uh, I know there is so much that I have I, that I want to share, and um, so let's get right into it. Um, so, like I said in the beginning, this episode is called uh, "Robbing Innocence," and I think that's a I think that's a perfect um, topic for this episode, simply because. Um, like like I said, or I believe I've said, um, I want this podcast series, um, the reason I've entitled it Life Shenanigans and all is because I want to share like my own personal life experiences with uh, that, that uh, involves what each topic is about. And I want to use my own life experiences to, to show you that, you know, I like know what I'm talking about or, you know, that. I can relate to how people might feel or might have felt or even may even feel in the future, you know. Um, and I feel like innocence is such an important topic, is such an important aspect in everyone's life that really just gets like just brushed over kind of, you know. Um, I mean, because, you know, in there's a period in everyone's life where they lose their innocence, you know, and innocence is, is, I think everybody deserves to, and probably does have their own interpretation of what they believe innocence to be, of what they believe innocence to mean. Um, personally, I think, uh, what I believe innocence, the word innocence to mean is being the absence of evil, like Innocence is having the absence of evil and the absence of wrongdoing. Like, uh, you know, there's there's no corruption, there's no impurity, there's no imperfections, there's no there's no knowledge of you know really of right and wrong. You know, and that's why so many times innocence is like referred to, you know, you refer to children as having innocence. You know, and pretty, because pretty much that's what it is. You know, I think a lot of times people, especially nowadays where there's so much uh, crime that is so prevalent in this day and age, um, I think a lot of times people just have become complacent to think of innocence as being, you know, in terms of, you know, criminal activity and stuff, you know, like he's innocent. He's innocent of, you know, this, you know, crime or, or whatnot. And I feel like in this day and age, people don't really connect innocence with, with, you know, the, 
the absence, like I said before, the absence of evil, the absence of wrongdoing. Um, and like, like I said before, also like we, when we think of it in those terms, we think of it as, you know, children. Cause you know, really children, they are so simple. Children are so simple, really like their, their, their simplicity, their, their, you know, I mean, yeah, it's so easy, so, so easy, I think, to, like, get mad at at kids when they're misbehaving, when they're doing this, that, and the third that's probably annoying us, you know, because obviously we're older, we know that that's annoying, we know that that's wrong, but children, they don't necessarily know that, like, you know, there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a certain time frame, there's a certain age frame, should I say, where children just you know, I don't know how to explain it, it's just, their simplicity, their, you know, I think, and that's why I think a lot of times, um, we as adults, we use the phrase, I wish I could go back to that time, you know, being a child, you know, being, you know, because a lot of times I think in our subconscious, I think that we miss those times of when we didn't know, you know, quote unquote, know, We, we, we miss those times when we, you know, life was just so much more better and so much simpler because everything we did, we did with pure intentions. We did out of the pureness of our heart. There was no, there was no, you know, um, uh, what's that called? Uh, gosh darn it. Um, (laughs) there was no like hidden motivation. There was no, you know, there's nothing, you know, no quid pro quo or anything like that, you know, for, for, for a lot of times for children, it's, it's those simpler times of just being able to, you know, have innocence. And a lot of times innocence gets robbed of children. And so many times it comes at such an early age, like such an early age where like that child is still growing up. Yet that child could be, you know, three, four, five, six years old and already they are having to learn how to be, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. You know, like they have to grow up fast. That that is, um, you know, that's a that's a robbing of innocence, I believe. I believe. Um, like I said before, I believe that in every, you know, there's an age, there's an age frame where children end up, you know, after that, after that age frame, children end up getting their innocence robbed of them. And I say robbed, um, that's such a like quote unquote evil term to use robbing because we, 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 we connect robbing with something wrong. We, we connect robbing with, with wrongdoing. We connect some, we connect robbing with, you know, criminal activity. And I believe that that's such an appropriate term when it comes to innocence in this way, because really robbing innocence is like taking you know without permission you know uh you're you're taking from that child that innocence that they have possessed for for so long you know that 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 inability to choose between evil and and good for for children in that that have innocence there is no evil and good everything is good to them, you know, they, they could, they could be doing something that to us is annoying or, 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 you know, bad or bad behavior or what, or whatnot. But to that child, they think it's good. They think it's good because like I said, children who have innocence don't know the difference between good and evil. And so everything they do that they, that might be evil, they think is good. And Robbing of innocence is so we we think that you know robbing the liquor store, robbing a jewelry store, robbing the old lady on Fifth Avenue, you know we think that is bad, we think that's criminal, but why isn't robbing of a child's innocence? why isn't that criminal because there's so many I think there's so many ways that a child's innocence can get robbed of him or her. Uh, a child's innocence can be taken away in an, in, an, in a second. In a second. 
And and there's like I said, there's so many ways I believe that innocence can be robbed. For example, violence. Violence introducing a child to violence. Obviously, we as adults know that violence is is evil. Violence is wrong. And to expose a child to that, you're 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 robbing essentially robbing that child of their innocence to violence. Their 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 absence of the knowledge of what violence is. You know, like there's no there's so many ways to be violent that like you can't put a a finger on what can be considered violence you know obviously you know fighting and war and stuff like that obviously that's violence but what about like just the little violence the little family disputes the the screaming the yelling the the bickering you know all that that's violence in a way i think in a way that's violence and that can rob a child of their innocence abuse oh lord this one is a big one because abuse doesn't just correlate with one thing abuse can stem out into so many little little veins and fingers abuse you can't just put just like with violence you can't put one finger on abuse um, there's mental, there's physical, there's sexual, there's emotional, there's psychological. There's so many, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's so many, like I said, little veins, little roots that all connect back to the motherhead, which is abuse. And exposing a child to any one of those elements of abuse, that is robbing that child of their innocence. And that is a huge one, especially in this day and age. I mean, uh, I just, you know, you you turn on the news every day and you just and you just see you see violence, you see abuse, you 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 look, you can just look around. Um, I think somebody who's been abused, especially gone through significant significant abuse in their life, I think they are able to um, uh sense in a way uh, sense or at least have some knowledge of when another person is being abused it's 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 little it's little details it's little signs it's little movements it's little eye looks it's little you know f- movements it's it's little little things um the way you the way you turn your head when you're talking you know the way you you refuse to look at someone else when you're talking the way it's little it's little things you know that that can stem out into abuse um and i feel like abused abused people know it, it's like abused people have their own language to where they can communicate with one another and and that in this day and age is a huge i think a huge alongside with violence uh both of them i think are today in this day and age huge aspects or elements of 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 robbing children of their innocence um war that is another another way of robbing innocence you're robbing a child of their of their innocence but through war uh obviously with war comes so many so much uh you know families dying parents being separated from the children children going off to fight in the war and you know being separated from the rest of the rest of their family and there's so much i think that goes into into war and thankfully I myself haven't I haven't you know in the in the United States we haven't in my lifetime gone to war in a way that requires you know every man or capable able-bodied person being able to go to war so I haven't in my day in in my life thankfully I haven't been haven't had to experience war you know and there hasn't been you know quote unquote war on the united states either so like thankfully as of yet so thankfully um and hopefully it stays that way but um thankfully i haven't in my lifetime experienced having to you know say goodbye to somebody going off to war or anything like that i've had brothers that served in the military they were uh you know away from the from, from us from the rest of us for long periods of time and stuff but thankfully they're still with us um and retired from the from the military and such but 
war is 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 a big one today as well i'm i'm sure i can say that it's a big one as well especially for those for those countries across the seas um just seeing pictures of of places like iran and iraq and and places like those that are syria you know all those places that are getting bombed or getting missiled and attacked and seeing all these pictures of children that are just just devastated and you just the look on their faces and but not only across seas but also on our own land in our own land like all these migrant children and such just that's robbing of their innocence we have such a massive massive this is this this is such a massive period of time we're so many children and it's been going on for years i'm sure where so many children are having their innocence robbed of them and it's not fair it's not right it's not fair and like i said before why we we consider we consider robbing you know physically robbing uh somebody or something or some store or some entity or whatever we 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 consider that a crime that gets punished by by the law that gets punished by jail time or such but yet when it comes to this which is more criminal than that because like I guess ultimately people everybody's going to have their innocence taken away from them everybody's going to have their innocence taken away from them ultimately you know but I mean that's just you're not human if you're if if you don't but it should be a natural process it shouldn't be something that happens uh that that happens you know where you where it gets robbed it shouldn't you shouldn't have your innocence robbed by any of these things that I have already mentioned you know um uh, one more one more point also um that i think is is a way that people get their innocence robbed of them is through family as well through the way that you get treated as a child through the way you know you see your parents having favorites you see your siblings having favorites uh even your siblings you and your siblings having war amongst yourselves you know fights amongst yourselves bickering you know all these little periods where you don't talk to each other these these periods of time months years days weeks whatever it is where you don't talk to each other because of something you did to each other or something that other person did to you or you know all these ways are, are all these things that I have just mentioned, the violence, the abuse, the war, the family, you know, all those, the, these are big ways. These are just examples of ways that I believe innocence can get robbed of a child. <clears throat> I'm sure there's so many, so many, you know, more ways, and I'm sure you guys can, you know, come up with more ways. I'm sure you guys have gone through things that you, you believe where your innocence was robbed and that's the thing that's the thing as you get older uh and and you start to think about these things i mean i'm only 26 i'm gonna be 27 this year but i think with a lot of what i've gone through in life <clears throat> excuse me i think with a lot of what i've gone through in life um you know it, it it that's why I think the way that I think and that's why I think of things like this, you know, of of you know, your innocence being robbed and such like that. But um give me just a second. I'm trying to plug my computer in. Just realize it's almost dead. So if you hear noise, it's because I'm trying to plug my computer in. <sighs> Anyway, um, there we go. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So hopefully, um, I'm not going off on too many tangents or whatnot. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you guys aren't bored by now, but, um, like I was saying before, I think there are so many ways, so many more ways than than what I have mentioned above where innocence can be robbed and everybody is different. Like I said at the beginning of this of this of this episode, everyone is different and how they 
how they view innocence or what their definition of innocence or how they would define what innocence means to them. Um, there's so many ways that people can lose their innocence than what I have mentioned before. And, and that's what's, that's what's, that's what's good about life. That's what's good about everyone having their own emotional feelings, etc., whatnot is everybody can have everybody is allowed everybody is entitled and everybody has a right to their own definitions of what things like innocence and stuff like that means to them and everyone's opinion everyone's everyone's view everyone's definition is correct because that's what it means to them and everybody has a right to um to think of innocence to think of how how their innocence what their innocence involves with them everybody has a right to their own definition and, and opinion of that um and it's and it's extremely extremely interesting to hear uh when i talk to people uh, uh a lot of times people like to talk to me because like you know about deep things or even about their own personal problems like relationship issues um even just you know things about themselves um because I don't know, I guess people t- tell me I should be a therapist because I guess like I like listen to people and then I, like, I give like advice or whatever. But so like when people like have talked to me about their innocence and what they think their innocence has meant to them, it's extremely, extremely interesting to me because I have I have talked to people who who's who viewed innocence as being this way or that way to them. And it's like, wow, like, I never thought that you would view innocence like that, you know? Um, so just because your definition or how you view innocence and such doesn't line up with how, you know, the world, the rest of the world sees or how your best friend sees or how your parents see or how your brother or sister sees or how your aunt or uncle sees it, you know, or your wife or husband just because it doesn't line just because your view doesn't line up with theirs doesn't mean it's not right doesn't mean it's not correct everybody like i said everybody is entitled to what they think and what to the, what they believe because we we may not necessarily know um everyone else's journey even if their own even if their their own even if they are our own brother or sister we don't necessarily know everything that's going on inside of a person's brain or inside of a person's heart, no matter how close we think we are to them. We, they might be going on a journey, you know, fighting a journey that we have no idea about, and they might tell us otherwise, you know? So it's that's why I say everyone's view, every, how everyone views this innocence, that's their own right because, you know... We can't judge somebody and say, well, that's that view is isn't right because of this, that, and the third. Like, no, you can't you can't say that because everybody has everybody has innocence, and everybody I believe it, has it robbed of them, and that's not fair. Like I said, that's not fair. That's not right because what what having your having your innocence robbed of you like robbed of you especially in one of those ways i mentioned above having your innocence robbed of you can have so many like long-term issues so many long-term issues like commitment issues relationship issues um you know mental mental effects gosh the amount of mental the amount of of effect it can have of having your innocence robbed of you is especially depending on the situation this especially dependent on the gravity of it and all having your innocence robbed of you can have such a huge mental effect on your life long-term effect on your life not just a short term where you're depressed for like a week or a day no it can have years long-term lifelong effects on you psychological effects abandonment issues there's so many there's so much there's so many effects that having your innocence robbed of you can do to you in your own personal life and it and i think that that um 
that that can definitely influence how you end up viewing your life, how you end up viewing other people's lives, how you end up viewing, um, how you how you end up, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the term like thinking how you think other people think about you, you know, depending on the situation, it can it can influence so many different aspects of your life, and that's what's that's what's so special about a person about each individual each individual person is that there's so many aspects that make that make you 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 know there's so many then and and not only you that makes you you but that makes you different than the person next to you there's so many um you know there's so many aspects of of life that make up a person there there's so there's so many aspects that make up a person and there's so many aspects of life that can influence each and every one of those aspects that make up you you know what i'm saying i hope that's not too confusing i hope you understand what i'm saying um but having your innocence robbed of you the the effects it can have on you can be and some of them can be so catastrophic it can be it can seriously be catastrophic it can drive you to the point of insanity it can drive you to the point of just mental breakdowns psychological breakdowns you know the psychological and i'm not a therapist i i mean i did i did do about almost a year of uh college of a college course in in psychology um, but then with personal life and work and everything else, it just got a little bit too much. So I kind of put it on hold. I do eventually kind of, I'm thinking maybe want to go, you know, pursue that in the future, maybe. Um, but I'm definitely not anywhere close to being a, a, um, a psychologist or anything. But I think that so so don't take what I say as, you know, psychological advice or, you know, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a therapist or anything like that. So don't take what I say um, to heart. Like, don't, don't, don't take it for, you know, for, for, for work, you know, like, don't take it, you know, to be fact or anything. Like, I'm just giving my opinion. I'm giving my views and what I believe in or what I think and, you know, and stuff. So going back to having uh, long-term, life-term issues, um with your innocence being robbed um one of the one of the um one of the things i want to really uh point out is the mental effects like i was saying before um and and the relationships the mental effects in the relationships because how it affects you mentally how your innocence got robbed of you uh how it, it how it affects you mentally will also affect your relationships in the end uh, I can say that from personal experience because and, and I'll go into that a little bit more um, in, in a couple minutes but I can say for certain that um, the the stuff the the way I think the ways that I think my innocence was robbed of me I can say for a fact has had mental effects on me which in turn has made me uh has made me portray in in a way those effects in my relationships with people um <clears throat> and uh it's important i think that mental health is so important and and i i know for for sure that i'm going to uh dedicate an episode in the coming in one of the coming episodes i'm definitely going to dedicate an episode to mental health but for the purposes of this episode um in, in speaking with uh mental how mental health of our uh how innocence being robbed affects mental has mental effects which in turns can which in turn can portray into your into your relationships um that is such a big thing these days i think such a huge thing these days and it's something that is i from from what I can see, a blind eye is turned to. Nothing is it's not talked about. It's not dealt with. So I think the that black hole that that effect on on your mental stability, on your mentality, 
just will just continue to to just flourish and manifest itself in your relationships and i think that's another reason why we have so much um so many uh divorces so many separations so many um estranged uh, partners lovers whatnot you know i th- i think that's a big part of why relate a lot of times relationships fail is because those effects on our mentality that 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 came about from our innocence being robbed of us not dealing with that and not 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 talking about it not not coming up with a way to deal with it even just to talk about it and get it out there you know just get it out in space or you know you don't even have to talk to anybody really you know sometimes sometimes what i used to do is i would just drive i would roll the windows down drive and I would l- either listen to music that I knew would, that would uh, correlate to what I was feeling inside, and I could therefore get the words out by singing it, or I would just literally just drive down the road or drive down the highway or whatever with the windows down and just breathing and just talking, just just talking as if somebody was in the passenger seat. You know, sometimes you don't need somebody. Sometimes you don't need somebody it's really good to have somebody but sometimes if you need to get it out since it's not talked about since it's frowned upon i think it's really frowned upon these days to to mental health is frowned upon um having having an imbalanced mentality is frowned upon not being stable and you know is frowned upon but little do we know we don't know what that person went through in their in their in their childhood growing up we don't know what that person went through and so we don't know what effects they are portraying what effects on their mentality that they never dealt with from their innocence being robbed of them and is now being portrayed we don't know where that you know we we can't judge somebody because because we don't know we don't know how their journey began we don't know at what point or how their innocence was robbed of them and whether or not that's affecting how they are reacting to situations or relationships or stuff like that but like i said earlier i'm going to i will dedicate an episode to relationships i will dedicate an episode to to mental health i will dedicate you know but for this episode we talk about innocence being robbed so let's get back (laughs) i'm going off on a tangent and sometimes i do that stuff and i super apologize but let me reel myself back in let's get back to this topic which is innocence being robbed um earliest i mean uh, excuse me uh well actually yeah let, let me start there the earliest memory that i have um of of my innocence being robbed where i can definitely say for sure where i can pinpoint for fact where where it all began where where it began where my innocence began to be robbed of me and that's the thing too that's the thing that's the one thing i want to point out as well is that innocence doesn't just get robbed once Innocence can be can get robbed multiple times, multiple times, in so many different ways, in so many different aspects. Innocence can be robbed of of a person, um, but and, and 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 hence is why I say the 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 point of my life where I can pinpoint where I believe my innocence being robbed of me began uh, is when I was three years old. Um, uh, when when I was three years old, uh, so little background, um, I was born in Texas. Uh, my biological mother had me in Texas, um, and we stayed there. I I'm pretty sure I, in episode one I I talked about um, I talked about my childhood like up to this point. I'm pretty sure. If not, let me just give a recap. Born in Texas in '94. Uh, a week before Christmas, um, my biological father never met him. From my understanding, it was a one-night stand. Uh, he was African American, to the best of my understanding. He was African American. My mother, on the other hand, was Mexican. She was from uh, Mexico City, I believe. Um, and uh, my mother had uh, my siblings. Um, 
she had my two oldest brothers, then my sister, then me, then my youngest brother. Um, let's see. Jonathan, or no, Alexander is the oldest. Uh, then it's Jonathan, Anastasia, me, and then our youngest brother, Juan. Um, all five of us were, uh, to the best of my ability, all five of us were living with my mom. She raised a single, like she was a single mom. Um, to the best of my ability, obviously I was still young at that time. I was still a baby. So to the best of my ability, she was raising all, all five of us. Um, and then she put my sister Anastasia up for adoption and then, uh, my brother Juan up for adoption. And they were, I believe they were adopted, um, before this situation happened, but I, it's a little bit hazy remembering whether or not, because in this particular situation, I kind of remember a baby, like a car seat there. So I don't particularly remember if my brother Juan had been adopted at this point or not. But, um, my mother was from Mexico City. She had all her kids, all five of us, before her before she was 25. So she was extremely young. She was an extremely young woman. Um, and all of us were born by different fathers. We all had different fathers, I believe. Um, I know me, Jonathan, and Alex, we definitely have different fathers. Um, she had her hands full. Like, literally, she had her hands full. Um, like I said... You know, dad was never in the picture, so you know, who 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 really knows who he is? I I've never really considered looking for him or anything like that. But um, other than that, not much else to say, because um, like I said, I don't remember much else about my childhood until the point that I was three years old. Everything up until the point that I was three was was hazy, and then when I was three years old, um, and and and. And I say it's everything's hazy because I don't know if that's because my mind wants to block out all the, like, quote, good memories um, and just have me focus on, like, the bad. But, you know, whatever the case is, my earliest memory of, of anything really as a child, it began when I was three years old. Um, and it involves my biological mother. Um, and it's it's my earliest memory of how you know, my introduction to how cruel life can be. Um, and like I said before, uh, it was my introduction, I believe, to how my innocence began to be robbed of me. So, uh, when I was three years old, my mom had a feud with this other woman not sure why, not sure for how long or whatever the case is. All I knew is that she had a a feud with this other woman. And for some reason, it came to head. Um, it came to a point where one day they started fighting. Uh, Alexander was out of the house, my oldest brother, Alexander. Uh, he was out of the house at this time with a friend of his. They were down at the park. And I was in the bedroom with my brother, Jonathan. At this time, I was three. My brother Jonathan was probably about I'm see I'm 26 he's 29 right yeah so he was about what I don't know I'm not good at math he was older than me <laughs> at the time I I believe I was only th three it was either two and a half three so for the purposes of you know whatever I'm just gonna say I was three Jonathan was at least two or three years older than me. Um, and Alexander was a year older than Jonathan. So Jonathan was in the room with me and then all of a sudden we just heard screaming and fighting and banging and all that, all that, you know, all this ruckus. And I decided that I wanted to go peep my head out. And this is why I said, I remember, uh, this is why I said, I don't remember if Juan was put up for adoption at this point or, not, or if he was adopted at this point or not, because I knew he was definitely put up for adoption well, I found out later. I didn't know at this point, but I found out later he was uh, that at this point he was put up for adoption, like he was in the process of being adopted. But I don't remember if he was adopted already at this point or not because I remember walking out into the hallway, and the first thing I saw was a car seat, or not, excuse me, not a car seat, but a yeah, a, a car seat, like you know, like a newborn car seat kind of. 
um, like you know the ones that just you know you put into it just slides into the into the base in the car. I saw that in the living room as I was walking up into the living room from from the hallway. I was in the hallway, and I just remember hearing my mom screaming and this other lady screaming, and then Jonathan was behind me too. And then um, we walked into the or we stopped right where the hallway ended and the living room, living room slash dining room began. We stopped right there. And um, then, like, we were just, like, kind of watching the fight, I guess. I don't know, but, like, how long it was for. But uh, my mom ended up, for whatever reason, she grabbed a glass Coke bottle that was sitting there. And she used it as a weapon, basically. And uh, she, like, I guess, like, cracked the other lady's skull open and like she started bleeding so the other lady called the police and the police came and um my mom wasn't like being she was resisting arrest basically and so the cop was like basically like beating her like with his like baton or whatever it's called he was like beating her and they were like you know punching her and stuff like that like trying to get her to like like trying to like subdue her and stuff and, um, then after that, I remember, like, we were on, like, the second floor, and, like, to go outside, like, to go out to, you know, downstairs, we kind of, we had to go down this flight of stairs, and the only way I can liken the stairs is, like, to a fire escape stairs on the side of the building, you know, those, like, gray, ugly-ass looking, you know, stairs that, you know, go up to each floor so that, you know, in case of a fire, you can escape, that's what those stairs looked like. Obviously, I don't, they weren't fire escape stairs. They were, you know, like regular apartment building stairs. But that's what it. That's how I remember it looking like. And I remember the cops. My mom was still like trying to like kick him. Everything at this point, they had her handcuffed and everything. But she was still trying to like kick and everything. So like they were basically like dragging her on the floor, and then dragging her outside and dragging her down the stairs and stuff. And I remember trying to like run after her, and like try to get to the police car, but like both the cop and the other lady were like stopping me and so like like I said in the beginning violence is such a um such a huge way in this day and age especially that a child's innocence can be robbed of them and for me that's why I say that I believe that's where it all began, where it began to have, where I began to have my innocence robbed of me. Because I was only three years old. I was only three years old. And like, like that's my mom. Like to see my mom like that, like obviously I'm just a little, little twerp. Like, you know, I can't do anything. But children that age have a connection to their mother, especially their mother. Um, where it's just like seeing something I mean children of all age have a connection to their mother uh but how I've seen guys like uh protect their mother stand up for their mother I believe like a lot of times sons have a connection guys have a connect deeper connection to their mother than their daughters do don't know if that's true don't I don't know that's how I feel because like that's what I've witnessed um but for me, just to see my mom like that, like, that is such a violent, violent way to be introduced to violence, you know, like, and like I said before, I don't remember anything prior to this, I really don't remember anything prior to this, and I don't know if that, obviously, there were violent things that happened before then, there must have, like, you know, we're not, I'm not gonna go three whole years of my life without, you know, seeing a fight or seeing some type of violence, but it's violence like that, disruptive unnecessary violence like that that's the kind of violence I'm talking about when I say that violence can be a way that a child can have his innocence robbed of him that type of violence being introduced to a magnitude of violence like and it's not it's not just like police it's 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 also like domestic violence I'm sure I'm sure if my if if I was in a situation being raised in a family like I know other people have where their their mother and father like where their father was there was domestic violence you know where their father was hitting on their mother and stuff like that I'm sure it would be the same situation of being introduced to violence like that 
But for me, because I didn't have my dad there, because it was just my mom there, my earliest memory of anything, really, of being a child is that memory. And it's such a huge, huge uh, robbery, really. Like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out, like, what kind of word to use, but robbery. Like, you are forcefully taking mine and my brother's and anybody else who was a witness to that, any young child who's a witness to that, who as of yet had not. I mean, obviously, like I said, my brother was older, so I'm sure he's, he definitely by then had seen probably done some violent things uh knowing my brother <laughs> but you know um for me for me i was only 3 years old and for me to have to go through something so traumatic so traumatic is such a a robbery to me of my innocence because up until that point i didn't know violence in that way I didn't know, I mean, not just the fight, not just how the police handled the situation, but being three years old and being taken, like, away from your mom, like, that's all I knew was my mom. That's all I knew was her and my brothers. That's all I knew. And to see my mom be taken, I mean, like, that's, you know, just that trauma alone, you know? And that's why I say um, it depends on the it, you know everybody's view, everybody's definition, everybody how they think robber their their innocence being robbed of them started. Everybody, um, you know uh, how how it happens is different for everybody. In and um, that's why I say that it can have such like lifetime lifetime long term effects on you um because i mean it honest honestly that that really did um anyway being 3 years old and having to go go through that is why i say my innocence is 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 is, is it, it, how I personally relate to innocence being robbed as a child. Um, in the coming episodes, you're, you're going to hear more. You're definitely going to hear more about how my innocence was robbed of me. Obviously, it's going to be in correlation to whatever the topic is. Um, like, you know, for example, in the next episode, um, it's going to be, you know, how I personally felt violated by a hidden audience and that hidden audience will be the title of the next episode hidden audience and i will be explaining to you you know another way that my innocence was robbed of me next episode as well be warned next episode um is probably going to be extremely personal um uh just 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 warning you just warning you next episode is definitely going to be extremely personal the information that i will be sharing uh only a couple people i can count on my one hand on one hand i have two hands <laughs> i can count on one hand how many people know the information i will be disclosing in the next episode um and it will be another way of how my innocence was robbed of me um obviously it will be correlated correlating to you know the hidden audience hidden audience theme but um for this episode um innocence is such an important such an important aspect of life innocence is such an important part of what makes a person and to have their innocence so cruelly robbed of them um, through methods of violence or methods of abuse or methods of war or family or any other thing, psych, you know, psychological, you know, ways, you know, psychological abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, all those abuse, you know, all those things. There's so many ways of having your innocence robbed of you. Like that's not even mentioned here. Um, to, to have your innocence robbed, so cruelly robbed of you in, in any of those instances is is outright wrong and to not criminal criminalize it like we criminalize other things 
should be wrong too because what people do in their life, in their adult life, a lot of the time stems from what they went through as a childhood, from from what they went through, how they had their life or how they had their innocence robbed of them. And if we're going to criminalize somebody or a group of people for for acting out or portraying their effects, the effects they, they are suffering from, having their innocence robbed of them, if we're going to criminalize them for doing that, we should, we, should, we should go back. We should go back to the basics, go back to, to where it all stems from with each individual person because each individual person deserves the respect, deserves the opportunity to express how they're in it, how, express what innocence means to them and express how they feel it got robbed from them and and everybody deserves to be truly recognized for whatever it is they went through because whatever each person goes through makes them who they are as they get older and to have your innocence robbed of you to to have to have the absence of evil taken away from you to have the absence of corruption and, and imperfections or impurity taken away from you is is not fair it's not right but hopefully this episode was good hopefully i mean i obviously was talking away talking a lot talking a lot but hopefully i didn't repeat myself too much and hopefully i have left some good information um, I see I'm at 50 minutes, so, or 51 minutes, so I got about nine more minutes before it shuts me out, or shuts me off, so I'm gonna end up the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this episode up, um, like I said, hopefully it was, hopefully you guys like this episode, um, as before, like I said in the last episode, please listen to this episode, give me feedback, hopefully the audio is better, hopefully everything is so much better, um, I'm still working on trying to get, like, background music and everything, but, still new to this so still trying to figure things out still trying to figure out how to do things still trying to figure out how to put music in the background so that you can hear it but hear my voice clearly at the same time trying to figure out all these things trying to write outlines and everything but hopefully in the coming episodes everything becomes perfect (laughs) because i have so much i want to share there's so much i want to say and yeah so with that being said i'm going to end up this episode i'm going to end this episode up um hopefully you guys like it give me feedback uh let me know what you think uh let me know what i need to improve on let me know what i want to what i should say or if i should you know clarify something or whatnot but for now i will see you guys next week